Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, hunties. Welcome to this episode of Nashbute. I haven't done an intro in a while, so I thought, why not do one? I'm that bitch. I'm feeling wild and free. So hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous week, and I truly appreciate you listening to Nashbute. Shout out to the two hunties if you're an original listener of Nashbute and you're still here. Thank you. If you're a new listener, thank you. And if you're somewhere in between, thank you. Those of you who have bailed on the show for various reasons, you're not hearing this, but I hear you. I know life can be hard. I know time is valuable. I'm not offended, but I do wish you would come back because that would be really great. I think the show is honestly better than ever, and I'm having so much fun with it. So I know you can't hear this, but maybe in some world, on some level, you can. Come back to Natchview. Come back to Natchview. Maybe if you're a loyal listener and you love the show, tell someone, beg someone to listen. Let's see if we can move the needle just through guerrilla marketing, sweetie. Welcome everybody to Natch Butte. I just wanted to give a little life update. And also, I'm going to be dead ass honest. This interview with my guest today is not that long because of me. I'm blaming two things. I'm blaming Mercury Retrograde and I'm blaming Pregnancy Brain, which I have yet to claim. So I'm claiming it now. My week is pretty flexible, my my work week, because I work for myself and Nashville has a set time and day it comes out, but I can really work around Nashville and the scheduling and all the work I do for Nashville. I, I have a very flexible schedule, but I have a lot going on. But for some reason... The Jackster decided that she wanted to schedule two meetings that were very mandatory in my life at the exact same time last week. I don't know why I did this because there are plenty of other hours that I could have scheduled these meetings, but I decided to schedule them at the same time unbeknownst to myself. I thought I read the email. I thought it said Friday. Turns out it said Wednesday. I don't know why I read that it said Friday, but it didn't, hun. I woke up on Wednesday and I had two meetings at the same damn time. I tried to get out of it. I tried to lie, cheat. I tried to do whatever I could. I blamed it on the pregnancy. I said, oh, Mercury retrograde, LOL. Nobody thought it was funny. Okay. So I had to do what I had to do and I had to compromise. I had to be in two places at once. So I had to go back up to the Queen Danessa Myricks. I had to, I had to grovel at the Queen's feet and say, could we start the recording a little late? And luckily, she said yes. However, she had a heart out because she's busy and she's a legend. As I said, legends only on Nashville 2022. And she luckily said sure, but I still have to leave at the allotted time we discussed. So the interview got cut short because of me. 
So now I find myself stretching for time, which is what I'm doing now. But everything I'm going to say is hopefully fun and interesting for you because you are a listener of Nashville. So hello and welcome. This is me stretching out the episode. (laughs) And I'm just going to stretch it out with some personal information. I'm still pregnant. Everything's rolling over halfway now. Being pregnant is a full-time job. And that is something that I did not realize prior to getting pregnant. Someone who real, you know, first child, first pregnancy, I did not know how much prep was involved and how much learning I had to do. I was very naive about that. I don't know how to take care of a newborn. I don't know how to breastfeed. I don't know how to take care of my body as it facilitates a human growing inside of it. I have to learn all these things. So I am doing a lot of prep. I am in a a Zoom class with a bunch of other pregnant ladies. There are a lot of us right now. There's a lot of pregnant ladies right now. I keep seeing in YouTube comments and whatnot that the population is dying out. And, you know, I don't think that's true because everyone I know is fucking pregnant. So I don't know what to tell you. I feel like we're doing okay in that regard. But I'm in a Zoom class. Every week they say, okay, you need to be taking this and doing this and reading this. I have about five books, probably more, to be honest, that I'm supposed to read right now on various topics. How to make your baby's brain be great. How to, you know, breastfeed. How to prepare your cervix. All Just so much crap. And part of me is like, can I just watch YouTube? Because I feel like YouTube is how I learn everything nowadays. But I have a lot to do. So I'm reading all the time. I'm seeing all these damn specialists. I'm seeing a pelvic floor specialist, which I think might be interesting. I'll definitely have to share whatever they say. Chiropractors, holistic this, OB that, scan this, test that. It's always something. It's a lot of work learning something from zero. And that's what I've been doing. So, so the baby in the pregnancy is honestly taking up a lot of my time. So I'm, I'm busy over here doing all that and just living my damn life. My construction on my house, still not done. And it's been a great time. It's going to be fabulous when it's done, but it is, it's a lot, but it's going to be fabulous. What else? I did a recent live on the Aether Beauty website with the founder, Tyla, and we had a great time. Shout out to all the honeys who attended. It was basically just us chatting about makeup, and I told everybody a few secrets about my life. So if you were there, then you got those, and I'm not going to tell anybody else. So you snooze, you lose. But we had so much fun that Tyla decided to extend the discount to the honeys. So if you have always wanted to try Aether Beauty products, and you would like a 20% discount, Go to the Aether Beauty website and type in the code Jackie20, Jackie20, and you will get 20% off of the products. I'm not sure if you get site-wide discounts, but you definitely will get discounts on all of my new favorite products there, which includes the lipsticks, the mascara, the new palette. So check that out. Everybody knows I love me some Aether. Now, the next thing I want to discuss with y'all is that I have been interviewing a couple brand founders again I said I wasn't going to do that. I said I was only going to interview comedians, and I have been having such a blast. I love the episode I just did with Sid Steinberg. I know y'all did too. Katie Willard killed it. There are lots of comedians coming up, but you can't say no to Renee Rouleau and Danessa Myricks, honey. I had to interview those queens, those legends, and unfortunately, they were not here with me in my studio, so they are over Zoom. 
the audio is not the best. It's not bad, but it ain't great. So just to prep, this isn't the normal Jackie J one-on-one interview that I prefer. This is over Zoom. Danessa zoomed in with me on her lunch break. She literally was eating a damn salad when I tuned in with her and, and had to wait and finish it. She's a queen. And the fact that I got to speak to her, I'm honored. Her makeup is incredible. Her Instagram is incredible. Her whole story is incredible. And I'm really excited that she decided to come on Attribute. So enjoy this interview. There are lots more comedians coming soon. I've asked the honeys many times for recommendations on who I should ask to come on Attribute. If you want to send me some, please do. And we're going to be killing it this year. There's so much fun stuff planned. I have something really fun planned for my eventual maternity leave. So get excited for that. And please enjoy this episode of Nashville with the Queen Danessa Myricks. Oh yeah. You were my pot when I was weak. You were my hands when I couldn't cream. You're my serum with vitamin C. You saw how snatched my skin could be Lifting me up with my skin routine You gave me faith cause you sunscreened I'm everything I am cause of Natch Beauty Welcome to Natch Beauty. Welcome to Natch Beauty. You are looking gorgeous today, honey. You look gorgeous every day because you are a honey. Welcome to Natch Butte, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh and we cry and we cream. I am your host and your guide, Jackie J, also known as the beauty talk shock shock, your queen of creams, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer and your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Natch Butte. Legends only in 2022. Do I have a guest today, sweeties? Oh, baby, am I pumped about my guest. I usually start with the credits, the titles of my guest. My guest is many glorious things. A mother, a photographer, an entrepreneur, a product developer, an educator, a self-taught makeup artist, a brand founder, And really, if we want to just simplify it all, because all of these things all are under the umbrella, that she is an artist. She is an artist. I watched a lot of video interviews of my guest, and the comment sections on the YouTube videos of my guest also really shed some light as to how people feel about her. Here are some of those comments. She is the epitome of creativity, compassion, and joy. Her brand is the bomb. Such a queen and truly herself. Wow, such an inspiration. And then the sparkle emoji. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. I can't find the fire emoji, so I just typed fire emoji. This person literally typed the words fire emoji. This queen right here ignited my love for makeup again. Like I said, legend beauty queen founder of Danessa Myrick's beauty which is a brand that has come up on Nashville many times I have shared the Instagram post on my Nashville Instagram almost every day because the makeup is beautiful and exquisite 
This brand is a fave among so many amazing, beautiful people, such as Tyra Banks, Kelly Clarkson, Cardi B, Issa Rae, Lizzo, Angelina Jolie, Mariah Carey. Everybody loves it. My guest is also an educator for The Makeup Show, which is the largest pro-only beauty event in the United States. They have events coming up in a city near you. The nearest one is going to be in Chicago, March 26th and 27th. And while you're there, you can see my guest in person demoing product and get ready to be inspired. Honeys, please welcome to Natch Butte, Danessa Myricks. Welcome to Natch Butte. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. My first question for every guest on Natch Butte is what type of skin do you have? Oh my goodness. I have very porous, very oily skin. Wow. Mm -hmm. I would have never known. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. (laughs) I just keep creating products to like kind of like disguise. (laughs) Yes. Danessa, I've read a lot about your past and growing up and your mother taking you to to buy foundation and and Mm -hmm. you having to go to the theater store to buy foundation and then you mixed it yourself. Do you remember the first beauty product that you ever bought or used? Uh, yes, I do. Oddly enough, um, I never really felt beautiful as a child. So my mother was always just trying to find ways to help me feel a little bit more beautiful. And so I had all kinds of crazy things happening to my skin. What happens to us all? I had the acne, all kinds of things. And she would be like, you know what? You have the most beautiful eyes. You have these gorgeous brown eyes. And she was like, I learned that when you put blue around brown eyes, it makes you even more beautiful. And I was like, okay. So the very first product was like a blue eyeliner. And then she let me get like blue mascara. And I was obsessed. I was that girl wearing blue eyeliner and blue mascara for half my life. <laughs> yep. That was a mood. I remember those. I remember those years. That was a mood. for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite TV show currently? Mm, okay. Don't laugh, but. I'm really obsessed with seeing the process of something happening, like how something is made, how it turned from this thing to the next thing. I love biographies. I love stories, right? So HGTV is my favorite network ever because Mm -hmm. that the remodeling of a home, hearing someone's story, seeing how it started, seeing the process and then seeing the change. I'm obsessed. Like literally I could watch HGTV 24 hours a day. Well, I'm living that right now. My, I'm actually at my best friend's house because my house is being ripped apart. Oh, my God. So you need it's to so come fun. over and see. It's so fun. You got to come see. It's been a construction zone. And it is not as fun to live it as it is to see it on TV. I know. No, that absolutely. Now. I agree. I just redid my kitchen and my bathroom. It's but- intense. It's yeah. intense. That is true. Okay. My last warm-up question, Danessa. This is Natch Butte. We celebrate our natural beauty. What is the most beautiful thing about you? Hmm. I think what I've learned over my years is that the most beautiful part is what's in the inside. I think what I love most about me is how much I care about other people. And so I would say it would be that. Beautiful. (laughs) That's beautiful. You could have said your beautiful smile. I mean, you could have said so many things. (laughs) You're so sweet. I'll take it. (laughs) So you founded this beauty brand. You're a makeup artist. You're this esteemed artist. Did you love beauty growing up? And when did you develop your interest in art? Were those something that existed early on in your life? 
It's so funny. Like people would ask me this question and I'd be like, no, it wasn't until my 30s where I started to feel artistic or want to be more creative. But as I tell the story over and over again, and I think back to my childhood, it actually started a lot earlier than I actually remembered. Growing up, you know, we didn't have a lot. We actually were kind of super poor. <laughs> and, but my mother, she's so great because I never knew I was poor until I got into like junior high school, to be honest, because yeah. our life was so rich. And one of the things that my mother always did was take us to like museums and to libraries. And there were all these activities that we did that were related to the arts. It didn't cost anything. And our toys were always like watercolor paint sets. I remember going to the Museum of Modern Art and my mother letting me buy origami paper and like how obsessed I was with that. So I was always like playing with things. I loved color. I loved things that had lots of texture. I always loved beautiful things, but I don't think I made the connection that I can be a part of making things beautiful, right? I was just kind of just enjoying my youth, playing with paint. I remember coloring. Everyone used to laugh at me because I spent so much time outlining before I colored it in. It's the Virgo in me. It's like, I think back to all of these little points in my life where I was so hyper-focused on perfect, beautiful things or interesting things. And so I think it was kind of woven all throughout my childhood. But I didn't see myself a part of it until later on in life. Wow. I have a question. Are you wearing an aura ring? Yes. I'm yes. Obsessed. Aura ring squad. Aura <laughs> ring squad. Obsessed. Rise up. I wake up every day and look at my score and I'm like, no. How was better. your score today? Was my score, score today was not good. Well, it said good, but it's not good. It was like 78. It was in yeah. a good range, but it's not good. That's about what mine was. I swear sometimes it thinks I'm asleep and I know I'm not. And I get so annoyed when I wake up. I'm like, bitch, I was not asleep. I was awake. Yes. I'm like, this has become an addiction for me. Seriously. And it also tells me I'm lazy because I don't ever meet my daily goal. Oh, I, I like I'm up. I, like I do things now because I'm like, yeah. you are not going to talk like that to me. I know it goes. I'm active. I'm doing things. I love when it goes <laughs> time to stretch your legs a bit, sweetie. I'm yes. like, don't give me that attitude. I'm busy. Okay, I run a company. I'm pregnant. I got I'm pregnant, by the way. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. I got a lot going on, as do you. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. I know you were a mother as well. Let's go back to those days. Okay. You were a single mother. You were 30. And you described yourself as the corny girl in the corner. I see this playing out in a movie. You're in the corner. <laughs> maybe you have glasses. You got your little book, you know. And they say, hey, this company's closing. And you reinvent yourself. You start this whole new career. How did you even come to that conclusion? So, Take me back to that day. So to be clear, I was corny when I first started doing makeup too. Like the corniness traveled into the new career. It didn't go away instantly. It wasn't okay. like an instant kind of thing. I think over time, I kind of came into my own and just decided that I'm happy we're right here. This is where I am. But honestly, the whole process started, like I was doing a very corny kind of job, a very not exciting, non-creative job within a creative space. So I was working at a publishing company and they published beauty magazines for women of color. And so they did photo shoots all the time and they would hire makeup artists, photographers, and the models would come in and I would organize the shoot. 
and just watch the progression. And I think watching these stories unfold, these beauty stories unfold in front of my eyes repeatedly over and over and over again is where the infatuation started. Uh, seeing the transformations is literally there was it was twofold there was one like these models who weren't real models they were like neighborhood girls or friends of friends who were being literally transformed by the artists and just seeing how their mood changed how they felt when they left that was really inspiring to me then on a second level just seeing artists that work what did you do like how did you do that it literally felt like magic a 360 magical moment every time a model was done. So I was kind of swept up in that whole experience. And I would always imagine myself being a part of that because who wouldn't want to be a part of that? But I didn't obviously have the skill set to do any of it. So it was almost like I was on the outside just looking in. I was like the peeping Tom, like obsessing about, oh, what would it be like to be in that world? You know what I mean? And the Mm -hmm. artists, they obviously felt a lot cooler than I was. And maybe they were pretty normal, but from my perspective, they seemed really cool. And I think the biggest thing for me for most of my life is like having that freedom, you know, having freedom and control. And what seeing those artists did for me was it was literally like they were free. They wore whatever they wanted. They had their own style, their own aesthetic. They could take a job or not take a job. They got paid at the end of the day. They were who they were. They didn't have to apologize for having a different style, a different energy about them. People were really literally just judging them for the work. And that whole thing was really inspiring for me. And the fact that they were doing something that they loved. I, at that time, I loved doing a good job. I didn't necessarily love my job. I wanted to love what I did every day. So there were so many levels to this experience for me. And so when that moment came, when they were, thankfully the owner gave me that heads up, it was super scary, but something inside of me said, this is something good, right? I felt like this is the most horrible thing that can happen to me, but I almost felt freed from the chains mm-hmm. because it was yep. like, okay, well now I get to choose. Now I can The pick. universe ripped the rug out from under you Basically. and said, get up, honey. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think in that, it changed me as a person. I was like, I want to be in control over my life. I want to do things that I love. Like I was halfway through my life in my mind. When you're 18, you never think you're ever going to be so 30, much right? gravity <laughs> to 30. 30 yeah, is, yeah. oh, I, I remember turning 30 yes. and having like an existential <laughs> meltdown over yes yes and when I turned 30 I had my daughter at 30 so it was seven years between my children I was like damn it I'm starting this cycle all over again which there's lots of joy that comes with parenting but I was like what am I doing for my kids what am I creating for them what kind of story am I going to be able to tell them later on the stories that my father and my mom told me get a job work for 40 years get a watch retire. like I didn't even want that for me so yeah. it's not something that I ever want to share or tell to my children like I wanted them to feel like they can do more and have more and be more so I really felt a sense of responsibility even beyond me for them to like being able to show them something different Wow, I'm so inspired. Having a baby in my womb and hearing the story, <laughs> I got to get up off my ass, Vanessa. No, clearly you're doing it. You're already doing all the things. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, yeah. My next question to follow up is, you said, okay, I'm going to do this. How did you teach yourself makeup artistry? How? I mean, what a crazy <laughs> thing to just pick up a brush and decide to do. Well, if you think about it, like think about what the makeup landscape was um, over 20 years ago, like 21 years ago, 22 years ago. It was not what it is right now. There was no YouTube. There was no right. Instagram. There was no social media. The industry was about who you know and meeting that person and then mentoring you and showing you step by step. There were a few scattered schools, but not like it is right now. The schools were mm-hmm. extremely expensive and it took a lot of time and they didn't focus on all skin tones as well. Most people who I saw as artists, they were self-taught too. So for me, it wasn't like this revolutionary concept to be self-taught because every artist that I had met to date, like the people who we hired at the publishing company, they all taught themselves. So I was like, okay, at least I knew it was possible. Like they showed me it's possible. So I just started to, I had so much in my mind of what I've seen over the years working at this. I've seen this transformation happen so many times. And so when I decided to connect to it as a profession, there was stuff that was buried deep down that was already there that I didn't know, but you start to connect the dots. Yes, like little Danessa folding the origami. Right. Coloring. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's like with anything, right? You try and look for somebody who's extraordinary at it and you you really try and pattern yourself after them. So I think my first thing was like, who who are the makeup artists that everyone thinks are great? And so I knew the circle around me, but they had people that they were fans of. So like the Sam Fines of the world, the Kevin O'Quans of the world. So I was like, okay, I want to learn more about them. Mm -hmm. I want to know what their story was. And I want to know how they think about makeup. And I remember those are two books that I bought. I bought Sam Fines. Faces. Yes, yes. And Making Faces. Absolutely. And I remember reading contextually and there was zero connection. For me, I'm a Virgo. And I like to have rules and systems. I want to understand how things work and the why behind it. So in the books, it really doesn't explain why. It may tell you what someone is doing, but the why wasn't there, right? So I, I first tried to learn the what they were doing and like what tools they were doing. And then I kind of just put that to the side. And I was like, why do I like their work? What is happening here in front of me? And for me, when I think about Kevin Aquan, when I think about Sam Fine, like when you look at an image that they created, you feel something. And it's more than just the makeup, right? It's a feeling. And so right from the very beginning, I was like, there needs to be more. It's, this is more than me just putting color on someone. There needs to be a story. There needs to be a feeling that's behind it. And I just literally... It, that's what I took with me from the very beginning. And so slowly through the process of like just doing makeup, I really 
learned like what felt good and what didn't feel good or what made that feeling come across. And that's when I started leaning into highlighting and contouring because dimension is a big part of creating a feeling. When something is very tangible, it's 3D, you connect with it more. And so in my mind, I was like, how can I make my makeup more dimensional? How can I make it feel more real? How can I add more shape? That's really where my mind was. And so like from the beginning of time, even when I first started teaching, I always started teaching about shape first and then the color and the texture because creating that dimension is really, for me, was the key to bringing things to life. And I kind of just over time just settled into that and just expanded on it throughout my career. When you say evoke a feeling, look at the Danessa Myrick's Instagram. Oh, uh, every, <laughs> I share those videos so much that people are probably th- sick of it because I, every time I'm mesmerized by the videos, they're just absolutely stunning beautiful Thank people you. with these gore i mean the skin the glow the color it's it's so that's exactly what you did you have achieved your goal thank you so much thank you <laughs> i read in an interview we were just talking about rules you mm-hmm. said i'm sick of rules which i think you were re- referring to your color fix product mm-hmm. and just how you can paint you can put on your lips your eyes your cheeks you can put right. on your face and so I was wondering, we were just discussing contouring and things. I've, I always feel people tell you, you're an autumn, you're a winter. You're this, you're that. You need to only wear these colors. You need to only use this shape on your eye. Is your advice to throw all those rules out or yes. is your advice to learn them? So here's the thing. It's like everything has context to it. I think the application of makeup and how you apply it and your personal style and the colors you choose to use are yours. There are no rules there. It's what you want, how you want to feel. It's kind of like this gravity, right? Gravity is something that cannot change, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you jump off a building- Unless you, you go will, to the moon yeah, to hang out. Exactly. So you jump off a building, you will die. In makeup, <laughs> there are things like that. There are rules that are like gravity where it's just like something that is, right? So what lighter shading does and what darker shading does. And those are things that you cannot change, right? Color theory. It's just what is. You can't change that, right? But how you stylize around those things, there's complete freedom in there. So like somebody would say, oh, you can't contour with something that's not cool toned. And I say, well, I do that every day. There's so much gray, right? Someone said you can't shape the face with highlighter. I do that every day. So it's like taking those core base concepts. I feel like everybody should know like the baseline, But then you can mix it up and flip it up and wrap it around and twist it any way you want, because it's not just like you can only use powder for this. You can only use like we're so past the idea of only there is so much innovation and new technology and everything is so different than what it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So we're bending rules all the time. Every minute of our lives, we're bending. It's with the bending rules that there's growth and, and industries move forward. So if there's no yes. bend, there's no movement. And like, I don't want to be in an industry that doesn't move. I don't want to be in a space that can't move forward. Like then we're back in chains again. So for me, beauty is about freedom. It's about experimentation. It's about discovery. It's about reimagination, reinventing. And and that's literally the playground that I play in. Would you say you could put your thing down, flip it and reverse it? (laughs) Not to bring up Missy again, but 
You're saying learn the rules yes. and then put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. it. Let's yeah. do that. I think yes. I would say yes, 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 and more yes to that. Okay. If I take anything from this interview, that is what I'm going to take. <laughs> Danessa, I need to know about your eyebrows because they're amazing. And you've lived a life. I, I honestly can't even <laughs> believe with the timeline you were giving me. You look so young and youthful. How are your eyebrows so thick and beautiful? How did you survive the 90s? How did you survive the 2000s? Are there Danessa Myrick's beauty products on your eyebrows? What do you use? Also, I saw your daughter on your Instagram. She's got your eyebrows too. She has you the most amazing right. eye- eyebrows. So when I go you back to my face, to uh, and I appreciate that. It's really hard because yeah. everybody wants to pluck in. So my eyebrows have been through a journey of old journeys, right? I had like three inch eyebrows that I did tweeze to nothing at some point during my life and they did grow back. But really my obsession with brows really evolved during my time developing for Benefit Cosmetics. So I led the development of their brow collection and I was testing every single day, putting things on, taking things off. And I literally like erased all of my eyebrows during that time. But I also learned the magic of a brow during that time as well and all the different ways that you can amplify it and shape it and how you can utilize textures to make them super dimensional and how you can literally wind back the clock with your brows. Oh, man, I wish I could see you in person right now to really get a look. (laughs) No, I'm so serious. So I'm 51 now. This year I'll be 52. So with every year, I'm, I want my brows to be fuller because fuller yes. brows, literally, like the it's youth. like the fountain of youth. Exactly. Yes. So I just stopped doing everything. I literally just make my brows part of my skincare habit and I don't shave them. I don't pluck them. I just let them do their thing. And I just kind of work around it with highlighting contour and just shaping with the pencils and things like that. But I love my, these are my favorite brows of my life. And I think I appreciate my brows more now at this point in my life. So, yes, I am a She's brow gal. She's 51 with the best brows of her life. That is inspiring. Oh, that is so fun. Do you have go-to Danessa Myrick's colors? Like every day you grab this, this, and this? Because I've noticed your looks. You're not wearing it now, but I typically have been seeing you in a, in a purplish lip. <laughs> and then a smoky kind of metallic eye, which you do have on right now. Do you have like two or three absolute faves that you grab every day? Or do you switch it up? My daily is pretty simple. Honestly, I think I spend more time obsessing about other people and the looks that they want to create than mm-hmm. mine. Right. Yeah. So I keep my daily really simple, at like uh, super neutral. As long as I have a lash and a nice refined complexion. If I'm doing a lip, you're right. It's going to be that really burnt burgundy deep berry lip or it's going to be something nude and clear. I'm pretty basic. I'm the most basic bee you can imagine. The person who's less basic than me is my mom. And she wants to see the color. She wants it on her. She wants to see the blues and the green. So my mom is in her mid 70s. And so I create for her at the same level I create for my 21 year old daughter. So the inspiration, I think I'm more inspired by the people around me than my own face. And when it comes to a beauty routine, I want people to see the brand, not necessarily see me. And so I bring it to life on the people around me. 
Great answer. It's sort of like when a barista just makes instant coffee for themselves, but then makes right. amazing coffee for everyone yes, around them. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Focusing your energy out, the billboard for the brand. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love that. Can you please tell us, Danessa? Mm-hmm. These infinite chrome flakes have oh, really yeah. hit. They're everywhere. The kids are loving them. I <laughs> don't leave my house ever, but I'm going to eventually rock them. There's a, they just announced this new concert in October that we're all freaking out about. It's like a oh, yeah. Punk. Yeah. I'm going to get those chrome flakes everywhere. That's one of the newer products that just came yeah. out. The inspiration behind that, how did you come up with it? So for me... I never want to create something that exists already. If I see a problem in something that exists, I want to create a solution for it, but then also make it so much better. And I've always been a glitter girl. Like one of the first products that I made is this product called Bionic Lips, where it's, you literally have a cream base and you put glitter on top and it's this lip that would never move. This was back in the early 2000s. Um, so I've always had this obsession with shiny things, glittery mm-hmm. things. As an artist, most times you have to be an artist to make glitter look like magic, to make it stay put, to not put it on your eye and it's all over your face. Like there's technique that comes with that. Yes. And you have to make Not all this, glitters like, are created equal. Right. You, you yeah. got to take this with this tool and mix it with this thing and put it on top of this in order for it to look magical. So it's not easy, right? And I was like, okay, how can I solve all of those problems? How can we create like this instant result? So if my mom wanted a sparkling lid, she can do it. Or if you're like an amazing artist doing something for Fashion Week, it's like an easy solution too. And that's really where that idea was born. I'm obsessing with anything multi-chrome and multi-chromatic because dimensional color, I mean, those, those two words together, that's like me, Danessa Marek's dimensional color. Like that is my jam. And I was like, well, how can I bring that into this glitter experience? I don't know anybody who doesn't love glitter, whether it's a little or a lot, you know. I don't trust them if they don't. Exactly. Me too. So it really was like finding a way to make it easy and digestible for everyone. And there's no like strong chemical in it. It's a water-based formula and it's simply easy. And it's easy to get a little or a lot, but it's magic every time. And that was really the baseline for it. And to be honest, I was like, people are going to be like, what is she doing? This was one of those things that I wanted it so bad, but I didn't know that anybody else did. But I was like, I don't care. I want it. So let's do it. And it literally wasn't that thing that I thought. I thought it was just going to be this cute in and out thing that I developed and people have fun with for a second. But it's literally our top selling product for our brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On TikTok, the the kids of TikTok have really embraced it. That's how I find out about everything these days. I follow a bunch of 20-year-olds. Oh, my God. You and me both. And literally, TikTok makes me so happy because they use it in ways that I never imagined. Like, the ways that it goes viral are not even how I even conceived of it, which is really, really cool. I love creating things that make people want to play and explore. And this was one of those things. So... One of my favorite that's things, exactly, for sure. That's exactly your mission. Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse uh, exactly. it. Exactly. That's what the kids are doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Okay, Danessa, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to ask you two last questions. You are an educator for The Makeup Show. Yes. Which is the largest pro-only beauty event in the U.S. They have events coming up. The first one is in Chicago, March 26th and 27th. So are you going to be doing makeup there? Can people come watch you do makeup? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And can I just I say- can watch you do eyebrows at the makeup uh, Yes, all of the oh. things. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm getting my ticket. I'm getting my ticket. Let me tell you something about the makeup show. The makeup show, me learning about the makeup show- um, I think it was 2006, if I can recall, literally changed my life as an artist. Because prior to that, I didn't even know that there was a place where people gather who are all obsessed with beauty. And that show single-handedly changed my life based on the community that I was able to establish there and just the perspective that I got for what's available in the beauty industry. And I was always leaning in heavily to education and the fact that they're so education focus it's literally that 360 universe that anybody who's interested in beauty at all would be obsessed but if you're interested in a career in beauty you must go it's like the college of a makeup art like you must go there to elevate yourself and i always tell everybody that show and i say this without any trepidation changed my entire career as an artist it changed me as an artist and it's like that thing if if there's anybody listening who assesses about beauty and who is a makeup artist in any capacity it's where you want to be you feel like you've come home that's the level of love i have for it so no matter what's happening in the year no matter where i'm traveling how many places i need to go you will always find me at the makeup show. So it's never a question. If you never saw a guide, if you never saw the agenda, if there's a makeup show, Danessa Marks will be there. And I will be educating because it literally is home. It's family for me. And I will forever and ever and ever be a part of it. Wow. You sold me. I'm going. <laughs> I'll see you in LA. Danessa, I'm going to come Hi. up to you and I'm going to go, remember the eyebrows? Oh, yes. And hopefully, hopefully by that time I can squeeze you so tight. Like, yes. Oh, you know what? I'm probably going to have a newborn at that point. So oh I'm going to strap him on. God. I'm going to strap gonna him on. He needs, he needs to learn these things early. Hello. Yes. Yes. I love okay. that so much. I'll, I'll see you there. <laughs> my last question, Danessa, I always ask my guests about their self-care rituals, things that you have mm. to do every day that take care of you. I would, and I also want to know, is photography a self-care ritual for you? Because I know you've gotten really into photography. You ask the best questions and you have the deepest insight. And literally, if I'm not taking photos, like I'm dying. It's literally a part of my artistic experience right now. I can't let it go. It was something that I taught myself to do out of necessity. And now it's in my blood and I want to do more and I want to learn more. And I'm always feeling like I need to be creating in that space. So yes. Um, I could sense that you were a photography nerd. I was getting that energy <laughs> from you. <laughs> You're so funny. No, I do love it so much. But if I had to say the things that I must do every day, I must meditate every day, even mm-hmm. if it's for 10, 15 minutes, it's a must. Mm-hmm. I must read every day. 
I feel like every day I need to be learning something. So Mm -hmm. if I can't sit and actually study something, I have to be listening to a podcast. I want to be surrounded always by people who are smarter than me. And it could be just a phrase or something that I can take. I like, I, I have to, that gives me my juice, right? So the meditation keeps me grounded. I write down every day things that I'm grateful for. At least three is part of my daily routine. It's how I take care of my mental I got to move my body. So even if it's walking for 15, 20 minutes, all of those things are a part of that all makes me a better person. And I'm very obsessive about uh, what I put in my body. It's funny, like earlier in my life, like I could care less. And as I've gotten older, the research that I've done to know that there's so much control we have of our own lifespan and it's simple things like sleep which is why the obsession with the aura ring when you realize what lack of sleep does like we can be predicting having alzheimer's um and all of this ourselves right now just by choosing to sleep four hours a day instead of the seven or the eight like once you know you can't unknow it like Mm -hmm. the drinking of the water the sleeping like all the boring things in life i've come to understand that those are the most important things like these are the things that should be on the top of your list and everything else should fall between so this this may sound very boring like but it is i gotta sleep i have to read i have to learn something new i have to meditate and i gotta move my body and pay attention to what i'm feeding myself those are my musts that's a beautiful answer it sounds like a beautiful life (laughs) not always but we're doing our very best we're doing our best living that life with gratitude and great eyebrows honey sounds good to me that's a sweatshirt yes it sure is you you've given me so many quotes this whole this whole interview i keep like clocking like oh that's a great pull quote oh that's a great pull quote she's a pro everybody danessa thank you so much for being here if anybody wants to check you out where do we find you as far as i'm concerned it's a must follow it when you open instagram it should just automatically follow oh the my Danessa god i love Myrick's you so much account. i love you it's so, so much. good yeah i'm so easy to find danessa myrigs on everything and before we we finish, I do have to say thank you so much. This has been like a light to my day. Talking to you has been, it feels like we're family. It feels like you know me. It feels like you've taken the time to get to know me. You made me feel like incredibly special. And I just want to thank oh, you. <laughs> I've watched every interview of yours. I, I definitely learned a lot about you. I already knew about you, but... I, I, I want to always know everything going on so oh, I can be prepared. Well, so. You're incredible. You really Thank are. You. Like, if there's anybody who's listening who wants to know the best <laughs> podcast that they should be on, this is it right now. I feel Match like you, baby. the queen of all queens right now. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, you know what? We love you. And my, you. my audience loves you. So Thank I'm you. so honored that you took your time out. We will all see you at the makeup show. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, please host the LA, the LA makeup show. Please host a how to do eyebrows. Dead I will be in the dead. front row dead with my notebook. Dead. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. I love Vanessa. you. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, you deserve to be happy, everybody. Don't forget that. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Danessa, do you cream your neck? <laughs> what? Do you cream your neck? Yes. Yes. Of course. course. Her her microphone fell out of her ear. She was so shook by that question. But yes, she creams her neck. Of course she does. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I love you.